Hello, I'm Robin Barclay, owner of Safe at Home Physical Therapy and Rocksteady Boxing Victor. Welcome to our fifth episode of Parkinson's Empowerment Podcast. In this podcast, we hope to help people with Parkinson's live their best lives by listening to others share their Parkinson's journey, hearing from clinicians and specialists, and keeping up to date with the latest research and resources. Today, our guest is Nancy Nealon from the Parkinson's Foundation. She is a community program manager um, for the Parkinson's Foundation, New York, New Jersey chapter. Welcome, Nancy. Thank you so much, Robin. I'm so thrilled to be... Episode number five. (laughs) Great. Nancy, can you tell us a lot about (laughs) what you offer? Absolutely. Um, I am um, more than honored to be here. Thank you so much for all you do on behalf of the Parkinson's community. It is just phenomenal. Well, thank you. And um, I'd like to tell people a lot about what the Parkinson's Foundation does, because some of it is just uh, a bit maybe unseen, but there is a ton that we do to help make life better for people with Parkinson's. Yes, I know that. And that's why I wanted to have you on the show is because there's so much that you guys offer that so many people don't know about. So hopefully this will help get the word Absolutely. out. Absolutely. Well, let's start with what I think is uh, applicable across the board. That's our helpline. So 1-800-4PD-INFO is our helpline that operates five days a week from 9 a.m. until 7 p.m. If somebody has a question about Parkinson's, you hear something on the news, like what's that all about? Call the helpline. Our helpline specialists are amazing. If you want to order any of the literature we're going to talk about, call our helpline. They will help you get that information. You can call me for all of this too as well, but the helpline is there uh, five days a week, as I mentioned. So 1-800-4PD-INFO. And as I said a moment ago, uh, what the whole mission of the Parkinson's Foundation is to make life better for people living with Parkinson's and their families, people connected to people with Parkinson's. And how we accomplish our mission, we we kind of organize it in what we call three pillars. The first one is advancing research. We all want to get to that cure. The second one is also uh, improving care and increasing access to care. We are so fortunate in the Western New York area to have access to amazing movement disorder specialists, nurse practitioners, but that's not true across the country. Uh, we, we are just loaded with them and we are so fortunate. Um, The third one is a lot more of what I do, which is educating and empowering our global Parkinson's community. So um, when it comes to someone who's newly diagnosed, one of the things that we have is a specially designed packet for people. I am referring people to get this packet all the time because I get lots of calls from people. And by newly diagnosed, you know, that's kind of a loose phrase, but anywhere four to five years or less is generally for people newly diagnosed. Um, And then I sometimes say, you know, we have so much literature, it can be overwhelming. You don't have to try and take it in all at once. But when it comes to literature, we have, I brought a sample of our... Great. So you can, and you can access almost everything I'm going to tell you about. You can access on our website, parkinson.org. You can read it immediately. But Mm -hmm. if you want the hard copy, like I'm holding in my hand right now, Any of these booklets, we will send to you for free. This is a huge part of our mission. We send out thousands of pieces of literature every every year. Uh, Living Your Best Life. We have a booklet on mood. 
we have, I have several of them here. Uh, and they're in of Spanish course, too, I yes, see. Yes, yeah? we have materials in Spanish. Absolutely. Um, nutrition, speech and swallowing, um, exercise, of course, we all know that that is a key. Keep yes. moving, exercise, exercise. Yeah, I um, and you said newly diagnosed can be anywhere from the first four to five years. Sometimes it takes that long for people to process it. Absolutely. I've had people come into the clinic here, you know, saying, you know, either their neurologist sent them here or they were um, they're just like a week before and they're just some of them in tears. Some of them are in shock. A lot of them are in shock. But in the beginning, I didn't really know what to do with <laughs> to help them mm -hmm. except for to say that exercise is the best thing you can do right now. Um, now I know better um, how we can help them. And we're starting a uh, newly diagnosed night in January, just a small group setting where they can meet other people that yes. have Parkinson's um, and talk to them. And, you know, they're still working, they're still skiing, they're still... Because a lot of times people get diagnosed and they don't know what it is. Yeah. And even yeah. though maybe their neurologist has given them information and talked to them about it, I think it goes in one ear and out the other because you're not processing it at that point. Absolutely. So, yeah. You know, and everybody, um, we all know, everybody is different. Mm -hmm. Everyone has a different life circumstance, has different life experiences. And I've been working uh, with people with Parkinson's for six years, and I can give you numerous examples of the individuals who call me literally, they've left the neurologist's office, they're in their car in the parking lot, still at their neurologist's office, just being diagnosed, and call, they look up, you know, how to get to someone, and they call that moment. And I can also tell you about the individuals I've talked to, and they've never contacted us, they've been living with the disease, uh, the disease and diagnosis five, 10 years, and yeah. they've never been in touch. Sometimes I get uh, the spouses or partners of mm -hmm. individuals with Parkinson's and the actual person with Parkinson's doesn't want anything to do with. I get that a lot. Yep. <laughs> and that's fine. I think. Yeah. But yet the spouse, the partner, the family members, they need support. So that's who we're supporting. It doesn't matter. You know, whoever is impacted by Parkinson's, that's the that's the key. Right. Two things to, for people who um, might hear this, who are relatively newly diagnosed, two other things. Uh, we have two specific webinars that we have designed and created. One is called uh, Newly Diagnosed, Living Your Best Life. And that webinar actually will be, uh, be shown again live in December. And I also do a webinar. I moderate the webinar called Parkinson's 101, What You and Your Family Should Know. We record everything, all of our webinars. You can register them. If, if you can't attend live, you'll still get a link for it. You can look at parkinson.org slash YouTube and you will find a gazillion uh, of our recordings. We uploaded everything that we've done. Uh, you know, obviously people know since the pan pandemic yeah. started and we've gone virtual. Um, so there's just so much available um, that you can literally order from us and receive or that you can view directly on our website, parkinson.org. It Great. makes everything very accessible. Mm -hmm. Great. So the, uh, in addition to uh, research, and I, I want to uh, get back to the research because we fund uh, so many scientists doing basic uh, science research. 
We need to find out what's going on. Why is this even happening? We also have a huge genetics initiative called PD Generation that is, uh, you can call and check, talk to our helpline specialists. They'll tell you about eligibility. I would encourage anyone who's interested in participating in research to pursue that. And there are many other research trials, uh, things that are not necessarily drug-related, but there are other um, areas that are being studied. Um, And then for advancing and accessing improving care is our Center of Excellence network. We have 47-plus centers of excellence throughout the country. There are, I think, seven or eight internationally. But once again, we know that not everyone has access to the kind of care that people in Western New York have access yeah, to. Yeah, we're really lucky So here. that's a really big part of our initiative. How do we get the best care? We know that seeing a movement disorder specialist is number one. You know, mm-hmm. that's going to help you immeasurably in terms of managing the disease and all the, the tweaks and things that come with this. Right. Um, but once again, how do we get that? access so everybody can have the same level of care. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I mentioned um, the, the, let me uh, throw in here, when we're talking about care and medical hospitals, uh, the Parkinson's Foundation also has what is called an aware and care kit. So yes. nobody wants to be in the hospital, especially these days, but sometimes it's unavoidable. Um, sometimes it's an emergency situation, sometimes it's planned. But what we know is For people with Parkinson's going into the hospital, they're at a much greater risk of not having a great outcome. And that's because you no longer have control of your medications and when you take them. So we know, once again, on time, every time is our motto. You need your medications when you need your medications, according to your schedule. I say that all the time. Yep. <laughs> and and sometimes in class, people's al- phone alarms yes. go off and go take your medicine. Yes, yes. <laughs> Stop yes. what you're doing and yes. go take your medicine. And then in addition to that, there are certain other drugs that can uh, be very um, counterproductive if prescribed and given to someone with Parkinson's. So the Wear and Care Kit, once again, you can access everything the Wear and Care Kit has on our website. You can order just all the contents of the wear and care kit that will be sent to you. Um, Unfortunately, in our recent um, economic situation, the actual kit, it's kind of like a fanny pack and Mm -hmm. you kind of describe it that way. Those are still available. Unfortunately, the cost is just um, postage has become so prohibitive. So if somebody wants the actual kit, all they need to do uh, is once again call our helpline. You can email our helpline too at helpline at parkinson.org. And um, I'm actually holding the kit right now in my in my hand. Um, it actually only costs $8 if you're interested. And of course, if somebody can't afford that, we find a way to make it happen for yeah. them. Those so are great. inside the wear and care kits, really the valuable information. There's information to give to medical staff. There's information to help your family members advocate on your behalf, medical ID bracelet. There's a medical ID card you can have for your wallet, et cetera. Um, But the important thing is, the bottom line is, you need your medication on time, every time. Right. Because even if you're going into the hospital for an elective surgery or something else, not every nurse or doctor knows that you need your medicines on time, every time. Um, you know, four times a day or five times a day sometimes. Right. So that right. needs to be, that kit helps. Absolutely. 
make people aware. Absolutely. <laughs> right. right. It's it, and nobody's quote at foul per se. No. Um, we want hospitals to have standards and regulations so that they run effectively and safely and efficiently. Um, it's just that for people with Parkinson's, it doesn't exactly fit that right model. Right. So <clears throat> once again, we need to take every precaution. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, in, let me, uh, do a little bit more. So we talked about booklets. We talked about, uh, everything you can access on our website. Um, also a brand new program that we rolled out as a result of the pandemics is called PD health at home. And this is three day a week programming, mindfulness Mondays, wellness Wednesdays and fitness Fridays. So everything, once again, we've done is archived and uploaded on YouTube and everything. And we still do everything live uh, on a regular schedule. So, for example, uh, Wednesday, November 3rd, I will be moderating the Wellness Wednesday webinar at 1 p.m. Eastern time. And uh, November is Family Caregiver Month. So we are trying to shine light on that. And we have a webinar designed this coming Wednesday specifically uh, focused on caregivers and care partners' mental health. We know that being a care partner, caregiver is not an easy job. Um, and it comes with some things that are very challenging and can have a great impact on one's mental health. So we want to talk about that and the things that uh, caregivers can look out for, access to resources, et cetera. That's amazing because I know just um, being a physical therapist, even caregivers for people without Parkinson's um, tend not to care for themselves. So it's so important. Absolutely. Something Absolutely. like that, yeah, that resource. And going forward with our um, education programs, we certainly want to be in person. However, we need to think about the safety of everyone involved, particularly our Parkinson's community. So our intent going forward is whatever we do in person, we will also be offering uh, simultaneously via Zoom. So if somebody doesn't feel comfortable coming to a program where that we might have 100 people, even though it's all socially distanced, masks, et cetera, uh, people can access that. And I want to also say that Someone in Rochester can easily tune in to one of my colleagues' programs who might be doing something. Maybe Sarah Osborne is my colleague out in California. She does a variety of programs. Um, as long as you have an internet connection, you can do you know you can sign up for any of our programs. Everything is free. You can access it. If you register once again for any of our programs and you miss it live, you don't miss it because you will get a link, a link to the yeah. recording. Mm-hmm. Great. So, we also uh, have a great big focus on professional education. So we have a education program for physical therapists, for nurses. I know that they're looking into um, occupational therapy soon and uh, speech language. So Parkinson's Foundation is educating clinicians. Uh, Robin, obviously you are the exception, one of the exceptions in that you're such an expert already, but we know that there are a lot of PTs OTs, speech folks who are not specializing yeah. in mm-hmm. Parkinson's. And we do a huge amount um, in that way. Expert briefings, another webinar that we do. Um, and then we will once again have another care, care partner summit down the road once again when it's safe, but it will be virtual going forward. Mm-hmm. This is wonderful. 
This is great information. So a lot of stuff I didn't even know. Yeah, there is a ton. And we also know that there's a huge Parkinson's connection for many veterans. Mm -hmm. So we are doing a lot of programming for veterans. And um, coming up, we're working on this. I'm very honored to be working on this with one of my other colleagues. You know, there are many people who are solo out there, you know, people who live uh, alone by choice or circumstance. Mm -hmm. And uh, when I started the women in PD group here in Rochester about three or four years ago, I was astonished the number of widows in the group. So women who had lost their partner, their husband through death. Um, and now they're diagnosed with Parkinson's. They don't have a care partner or mm-hmm. a caregiver. So what do we do? What kinds of things do we need to make sure people who are PD solo have access to? So that's something that is also on the horizon, yes. working on that. I definitely have some people in my class who would benefit from that. Absolutely. So. Okay, good. Yeah. Good. Good. Um, and then let me see if um, anyone has questions for me please contact me 585-234-5355. I'm more than happy. I talk to people all day. I get phone calls (laughs) every day, uh, connecting them to local support groups. Uh, Most of the support groups in the Monero County area are back in person. Uh, One has a Zoom option, which is our care partners only group. Um, So I get people all connected and then uh, get them connected, of course, to any of the electronic resources as well. Yeah. And we have the Finger Lake support group here yes, in yes. Ontario County. That They are fantastic. Yeah. They're meeting by Zoom as well at this point. Um, so I can I can put all these numbers and information in the show notes. Wonderful. So people can see it there too. Okay, so. good. Um, I want to make sure that it didn't. Oh, let me tell you. Yeah. (laughs) Once again, because um, people might wonder, you know, Parkinson's Foundation, New York, New Jersey chapter, you know, we're trying to reach and serve as many people with Parkinson's as possible. In uh, 2021, this was July 2021, this happened. uh, The Parkinson's Foundation awarded $2.1 million in community grants across the country. So, what's a community grant? Uh, Once again, Uh, We know that there are areas that have very little for people with Parkinson's and there are places like Rochester, Monroe County, uh, Buffalo that have much more. So we are trying to make sure that people with Parkinson's across the country have access to programs, art, fitness, wellness, um, even more. There's some incredible programs. But we actually have community uh, grant funding in Monroe County as well, in Onondaga County, in in, uh, Erie County. So Anything in Ontario County? (laughs) I don't know that anyone applied. I honestly, I'm kind of outside of that process. But can, so are, is there funds available now for, are they, can you apply now for grants for programs that you want to do for people with Parkinson's or any for-profit can partner with a not-for-profit. So not-for-profit 501c3 organization has to be the one that That applies. applies. Okay. But they can partner with whoever is appropriate. And the next RFP for community grants, I believe will be released in November. So in just like a couple of weeks, less than a week, actually. Uh So the new community grant funding cycle, uh, what happens very quickly for folks to know, so you know about our transparency and the processes, we recruit volunteers to be recruiters for the grant applicants. Mm -hmm. So uh, actually staff 
doesn't have any part of the decision right. process. It's all done through a review process with volunteers. Mm-hmm. Um, and then community grants of up to $25,000 are awarded. And we'll have to see how well we do with moving day with yeah. uh, fund uh, other fundraising to know how much. But $2.1 million distributed this year so far is I think pretty phenomenal. That's amazing. I yeah, think it's pretty phenomenal <laughs> because once again, we want people to be able to access it no matter where you are in this country, you should yeah. have access to resources. Absolutely. Great. Yeah. Well, thank you. Anything else you want to, did you um, forget anything? I think I mentioned <laughs> this, but our literature is available in Spanish as well. We have other languages that the literature has been translated into. Um, Parkinson.org is where you can find all of this and more. Uh, we also have patient engagement and research projects. People can apply to be research advocates. Uh, people can also apply to our Parkinson's advisory uh, board. So the, the organization has an advisory board made up of people with Parkinson's and care partners who do just that. They advise the organization on what we should be doing and reviewing all the projects. So there is a lot happening. I am so honored and grateful to have this opportunity to share this information. Well, I'm honored to have you here. So we will definitely put all these phone numbers and links and resources in the show notes. And um, please come back anytime and let us know what you have going on. We'll have to have you back. Um, in next spring and so you can we can talk about moving day yes and get yes. that going because a lot of people don't know about that and that's a big fundraiser for it the new york so new jersey important. chapter yeah so thank you nancy Nealon, for you, coming Robin. and we'll talk to you hopefully soon thank you so much <laughs>